Med Family is a show about a family journeying through medical school with kids and navigating married life. Tag along to see how we got here and where this journey is taking us. Hello, welcome to another week of our podcast, Med Family. I am Eric Acker with Karen. Hey guys. Hey, so we left off last week <laughs> with the information that we had matched and with the cliffhanger of we will let you know on Friday where we match and if you followed us on social media you I think know I I don't know Karen's in charge of that I think she posted it (laughs) I did post it (laughs) but if you don't follow us on social media then uh, we did match we did in fact match internal medicine and at uh, Campbell University Cape Fear Valley Health so we are going to be going to Fayetteville North Carolina so that is (laughs) our destination and uh, we're pretty excited um about that and finding out about it i we we would have probably posted something on friday if i hadn't been i basically just got sick um like a good my cold finally caught up with me we did a match day ceremony which i kind of made it through and i got home and just passed out uh it it wasn't like I, i wasn't partying or anything like that i was i mean of course i was excited to match and i was excited to know where i was gonna go and Honestly, I think I was intending to have a much more celebratory day, but I just got home and just took a long, like, three-hour nap, and Karen indulged me in that, so uh, (laughs) it was good in that regards, but um, I apologize for not, I guess, not posting anything, and then I think Karen got sick. I'm not sure if you're still feeling sick, but... Yeah, but not as bad, so it's slowly making its way through the family, so... Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know, we're... Pretty excited. So this, uh, let's, I guess we can talk a little bit more about this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we could, we've be- definitely been like dissecting and <laughs> analyzing our thoughts on this match particularly. Again, very excited. This, this was our uh, number two pick on our list. And so really excited, you know, anything, anything in your top five or six or whatever is, you know, always makes you feel good. Um, and this was our top Two second top, you know, pick, um, and we. I think later days we're going to talk a little bit more about our actual lineup. And I, I don't ever want it to come across as like I'm ungrateful to any programs. I'm not, you know, that I interviewed at, or I'm bitter for the ones that didn't pick me. Like, like you know, obviously we had a number one, and they didn't select us. And that's, you know, that's just the name of the game. This is how a match process works, and. I'm not bitter. I don't hold anything against that particular program, uh, and I don't certainly don't want uh, programs to you know my my current program I'm going to to think that well because they were number two I I would just rather not go. Uh, that's obviously not true, <laughs> uh, but I think well, there. And to be fair, like Eric's number one was not my number one. <laughs> and we kind of alluded to that in I think previous podcasts because I think you uh, are my number one. The cost of living was very expensive. I think it's probably fair to just we can just oh. list it off. At yeah. this point, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So uh, Eric's number one was Creighton. Creighton University in Phoenix, in Phoenix Arizona. Yeah. Uh, and there's and again, I think we'll probably devote an entire podcast and just kind of talking about this whole process and more 
specific because I'm not saying we, I just don't want to get into it now. I think this, I just want today's, this week's episode to really just focus on our match and um, just our, our feelings about the match and the process going into it. But yeah, our number one was Creighton University in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And we've had a guest on Matthew Barbo in the past, and that's where he matched. So we were uh, looking to kind of follow his footsteps into that program. Uh, but it's Phoenix, Arizona. The cost of living there is a lot. <laughs> it's not as bad as like Denver, Colorado, uh, any of the California programs or New York, but it's still, you know, it's a sizable chunk of it. We could have made it work. Um, I think that that's with all of our programs, we could have made it work and we didn't pick any programs that I think that we thought that we were going to starve to death. at. <laughs> so we could have made it work, but it wasn't, I don't think Karen's top program, but it was ranked number one for various reasons. And again, we'll get into those kind of our ranking it. process and why each program got the ranking that they got. Um, yeah, we were we were excited to rank at North Carolina, but I think both Eric and I had kind of assumed we weren't going we to. We weren't going to. <laughs> we had assumed that if we didn't get Phoenix, that we would probably get our three or four rank because we had reached out to several programs. Um, this one being one of them, and. <clears throat> asking if we could have a tour or if Eric could have a tour of the program because at the end of his interview, I think that they had said that if you were interested in a tour to reach out. Um, and he did get one response uh, stating that if they decided to do tours, they would um, let him know. But then radio silence after that. And yeah. so we just kind of figured that since we had heard back from multiple other programs and gotten tours and gotten second looks that we were kind of written off. Plus it was Eric's first interview that he did. <laughs> um, and it's the roughest one you it, do. Yeah. It's the roughest one you do. I think that was the interview that Eric, um, had started answering question and was like, you know, I don't like this answer. I'm going to, I'm going to start. Oh over yeah. Again. I did have that. I did yeah. have that. And so I was like, Oh man, I, I hate my answer. I'm, can I, can I read, Repick an answer for this one, like. <laughs> so, like our confidence level ranking at number two, we were just like, well, this is where we would like. We we liked a lot of things about it. Like it's it is a university program. You know, it's affiliated with Campbell University in North Carolina. Uh, it has a cardiology fellowship associated. It's got twenty residents in their resident class it's at a giant you know 500 bed plus hospital it's a level three trauma so it's not a level one trauma but it it's it services a wide area in north carolina and it's north carolina which we've never been to north carolina but we uh, we assume it's in the appalachians it's got mountains and hills it's got a little bit more of a temperate climate that we're more used to it's uh, more like Washington, more like what we were used from. to in Washington. It's yeah, a couple hours from the beach. It's a couple hours from a major city. You know, somewhat close to a a mountain range. And yeah. like in Washington, we were a couple hours from the beach. We were a couple hours from the mountains. We were thirty minutes to an airport. And depending on <clears throat> where we end up living, we could be thirty minutes from airport. We could be thirty minutes from work. And we could, all those things. On top of that, I think uh, with our family living, my family living in Texas, 
uh, Karen's family threatening to live in Tennessee at some point, <laughs> or Alabama. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll they, they, we believe when we see it, right? Tennessee, yeah. but <laughs> they've been talking about moving for a few years now. So, but the theory that they might live in the the southeast United States, it was like okay, North Carolina puts us with an easy distance of family members. I mean, it's still I don't know, fourteen, fifteen hour drive to Texas, but. It's doable. It, we can make that trip. We can and we can do that. But if Karen's family ever moved out to the southeast, so they, they would be within pretty easy striking distance from North Carolina. So there was a lot of things that we liked about this particular program. Um, I like that the program director um, he came from a, um, I think St. George, so he was a Caribbean student. He did, he had done uh, some work on point of care ultrasound. He was a um, gosh, he was, he was like an APD or a critical care doctor in Philadelphia. Like, there was a lot of things I liked about the program director, uh, which was kind of helped sell. And he, and he was really into the, uh, family aspect of things and really supportive during my interview. So I really, li- I, I thought I liked a lot of what he had to say. So it was like, I thought, I think, and there was a, definitely a, a good number of programs. I, I think were really supportive of us being a family and being, um, focused on being good, a <laughs> good spouse, a good father, and um, so I, I, I think I said a long time ago in my personal statement, I made sure to make the point that we were, I was a, a father and a fam, you know, a husband. Sorry, I'm stuttering through this, and that uh, my advisor had mentioned that if you put in that you have kids and you, you have a family some some programs would see that as a liability and would maybe not look at you and I think that's possibly true I don't know I don't have any great evidence that a program passed on me because of my family but um, I do have a story about something related to that about one of my away rotations but the I guess most of the programs I interviewed with were very supportive of having families. And so I think by putting it in my personal statement, I got interviews from people who were receptive. And I think that's, I got maybe quality interviews in my opinion, because I, I, I want to work out a program that isn't going to get me, you know, let me do half the work because I'm, I have a family at home. No, no, I want them to, I still want to do the same work that all the other residents do, but at least we'll have some understanding and maybe provide some extra support and uh, that we can network our way in. Not really network in the, I don't like the word network, but like build a community with people that, that are, have similar values and whatnot. So that's like essentially what we were looking for. And this program was especially very friendly to family. Uh, that's something I liked about it. Uh, and again, I, I'm thinking about cardiology. This this program has a cardiology fellowship that is within the Cape Fear Campbell University sphere. So uh, I might have a shot. I don't know what their odds are of getting into their own fellowship, uh, but at least I might have some exposure to that field that might give me some way to apply to other fellowships elsewhere. I'm not sure how it all works. Some some fellowships don't like taking from their own residency program. Some do. I don't know how this one is, so I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch, <laughs> to, to, say, to say the least, I guess. So the, this one was ranked number two for, I think, a lot of really good and strong reasons. And I honestly think like, like all my top three um, 
I think we talked about it before. Like our top three was a pretty solid top three. Um, I, I I wouldn't have pushed any of them further down. I wouldn't have moved them. I don't think I would. I, you can't move them up, obviously. Um, but I think, like Karen said, we we thought, okay, well, our top one, we have somebody pulling for us within the program, uh, so we have a connection there. We we signaled them and. Uh, I thought the interview was one of my last interviews, and I thought it went okay. I thought it went just fine. I don't know if I, I don't know if I interviewed particularly great or not, so it's hard to know. But I uh, didn't get that one, obviously, and we kind of thought, well, if we weren't going to get the number one, the number three program, we actually went out and visited. Um, that was uh, Magnolia in Corinth, Mississippi, and they were super friendly, super nice. Uh, really enjoyed talking to the program director, program coordinator, a really um, good group of people. There was like a, a few awkward um, encounters during the tour, but otherwise I thought, okay, this is a good program. And they again also had a fellowship, a cardiology fellowship associated with their program. Uh, and I definitely got the feeling that you got a lot of exposure in their hospital, that you would basically come out being a very competent doctor. You'd have had lots of hands-on experiences. Uh, they used the residents as basically running the hospital. So I was like, yeah, you were going to get your work done. So, and having done a second look at the program and the program director uh, being very friendly, I kind of thought like, okay, well, number one doesn't work out. I haven't really heard anything from number two. <laughs> so, and it was my first interview, so I don't know, maybe I just... I sank myself, maybe I, I didn't do a very good job, but like I would still like to go to number two as number two. And number three is this one, it's a great program too. I thought for sure if number one didn't work out, we'll probably just go to number three would be the most likely one. So we were we got the news on Friday. I, I think it was hard for like initially we think I think everyone opens that email and goes, number one, number one, number one. Oh, it's not number one. And then they they do a quick mental math in their head, like, okay, what number is this? And we're like, oh, this is number two. And we're just like, oh, well, we we haven't heard anything from this program. <laughs> we like, huh, okay, well, that's cool. I mean, it's cool, but it's also, uh, I mean, we haven't, we've been, we were looking at properties and stuff like that. I mean, after me making fun of Karen for only sending me properties to Miss from Mississippi, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she started sending me properties for. Uh, North Carolina and and a few in Phoenix. Uh, yeah, which the reason I wasn't sending properties in Phoenix is because we couldn't afford a property in Phoenix. We'd be oh, renting yeah. for sure. There was no way we were going <clears> to <throat> buy anything in Phoenix. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, we we have started. I mean, it's we found out what what's today. Today is Tuesday, so we found out Friday. <laughs> so we're four days in, five days in. It's, I don't know, Karen is a planner, and I think she handles this better than me. <laughs> I I get, like, the news, and I'm just like, I know we have a giant list. I know there's, like, a list of stuff we have to do around the house to get the house ready for us to move out. Uh, you know, we have kids, so, you know, things are dirty. Uh, things need to be clean. There's um, a few holes in the wall that the kids they slammed the door into the wall, and the door stopped got removed because kids love playing with doorstops. Uh, so there's a, a few repairs here and there we have to make. Um, so I know there's a giant list of stuff to do, but there's also like a huge unknown. Like, when do I need to show up to orientation? 
when you know like how is this all working today is march you know like it was like march 13th when we found out we were sorry 17th when we found out where we were matching and it's like okay if it's june that's like april may that's two months two and a half months three months i don't know so i know there's a giant list of stuff to do um but i don't know like the order of operations that they need to be done like which which ones we need to what what tasks we need to prioritize and then it's like okay well how are we going to move to north carolina we already kind of thought about like if we had to move to Arizona, we were probably renting like a cube and having it shipped over to Arizona versus taking you know everything in a U-Haul van across you know halfway across the country. Actually, across the country, it wouldn't be halfway. It'd be across the country, and North Carolina is like five and a half hours away, so it's 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 doable in a U-Haul van, and you certainly don't want to use a cube. That seems a little overkill. So, like, and then. When do we need to pack things up? When does this need to happen? When do <laughs> so uh, order of operations? Uh, I I don't really I don't have I didn't have a firm grip on it, and I was spending most of the weekend just kind of going what what do I need to focus on? Like what? <laughs> and and the, to be fair, the, this program uh, they just reached out to me actually this morning with some like you know welcome to the program. Program director was apparently doing a, a ICU shift, so. Uh, he was probably exhausted. Uh, those, I think, ICU shifts are like twelve hours long or whatnot. So, probably exhausted. Probably uh, busy doing other things. And so uh, he got he got to sending us the welcome email today, which is uh, it really relieves a lot of the anxiety. I, I don't know. I think with medical students, there's there's the sunny optimist who will say like nothing's gone wrong nothing's going to go wrong we're fine like that's like max uh, you guys never heard max but anyone from trinity who's uh, <laughs> from our term would know max and he's like this optimist who's like we're fine everything's gonna work out everyone's gonna match don't worry he's always like kind of the guy if i ever like mention something he's always t- trying to talk me off the ledge i think he does that for other people too uh so whereas like i think i'm more in the average group of medical students who is like almost chronically paranoid uh oh it's not going to work out uh we're going to get a phone call saying oh no the program's shut down you're going to have to figure out something else or like we haven't heard anything maybe they're like oh well we you know low uh, maybe they don't have my email address or like i, I don't know like you, you your mind starts racing on these crazy ideas of what could possibly be going on and it, the fact of the matter is is that they're just giving you some time to celebrate and enjoy your, your weekend and you finished you know you you made it you've matched you have a residency uh and they are doing their work as well like their residency program hasn't stopped because they're taking on an intern class in you know, july 1st like they are still doing day-to-day operations um so it <laughs> try not to be like me try not to be paranoid um <laughs> Karen, Karen's also been very helpful at telling me I'm being paranoid and just calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically the last few days I've just been giving Eric chore lists. This is what we are getting done today. We, we didn't have this conversation as well. It's just like, I don't know what to do. So Karen's like, do you want me to just tell you what to do? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> you just tell me what to do and I'll just do it. So we've gotten 
about four things checked off of the house list. And then we today we got pre-approved for a physician's loan. And we have a realtor. The, the professional loan. Profession, yeah, yeah, professional loan. That, that all happened today. Like, I don't know. We got the welcome email from the program quarter, program director. I messaged him and was like, hey, where's good places to live in, in Fayetteville? And by the way, do you have a realtor that you like that works? Because you know, he just moved there from Philadelphia. So he's probably very familiar with realtors. And so, and I always like having, I guess, referrals for realtors as opposed to just like picking a name out of the hat and just hoping that you get somebody who's good. Um, so I, you know, he's like, here's my realtor I use and he was great. I'll give him your contact information. And he connected us, talked to the realtor for a few minutes this afternoon, this morning. And the realtor was like, what kind of, what do you think about lending? And I was like, well, this is the kind of loan we're looking at. And he's like, great. I know a lender in, in in the area that would be great for that. Let me talk to them for you and I'll put them in touch with you. And so like by this evening, we were going through the loan application with the lender uh, by like, I think five forty-five, six o'clock at night. She had, you know, she had called us and gone through basically say, yeah, you're pre-approved for the, you know, this amount of money to, so go ahead and start looking at houses. And so it's, it's, uh, it's kind of wild. I think last time we looked for a house, we looked for a house for probably like uh, over about a year. Uh, over a year. Um, uh, and we went through three realtors. <laughs> yeah, the first one we really liked. Uh, the first realtor we we had was like super nice guy. Uh, maybe not particularly experienced, but like he was a really good he, guy. It was like his side hustle, and he he got his realtor's license because his daughter was looking for a house, and so he. He wanted to make he, sure she got a good out. deal, but um, he, it was a side hustle that he never, like we, I think we were, we bid on a house that was kind of a short sale and it just took forever. Yeah. Short sales are not short. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it took like six months and then we finally just backed out because we were like, it's too long. We're just going to back out of the deal. And then we took some more time. I think we were, we, we were engaged when we first put that offer in and oh. we were getting towards close closer to our wedding day and there was a lot of things going on so we just put a pause on it and when we came back after getting married he had retired which was fine. well he had let his license lapse he wasn't doing it anymore uh, so, so we he referred us to somebody else who i think worked in his group and he was okay he was shady as hell <laughs> he was shady as hell um <laughs> that's one way to say it <laughs> He he tried to push us into buying something above what we wanted to in budget wise, and then when we went back through a few emails, he wasn't very careful about. He um, would forward us comp- like forward us information, but like leave all the other like the correspondence he had with the other realtor, and, and it wasn't like, hey, this is what my my people want. What can you guys do? It was, hey, I think I can get my people to come up a little bit more if you want. And it was like, okay, well, he's negotiating against us. Like, he's not trying to get us at a good price. He's trying to, like, raise our prices. And so we were just like, nah, nah that's not how we're going to roll. Like, we're not, <laughs> we're not rolling with a, a, a realtor that's trying to make the sale price higher. Um, so we, we uh, dropped him, talked to another friend, got a referral to Brady Augustine, uh, who was a fantastic he was a super nice guy. 
Super nice guy. Uh, we used him to buy our house and then sell our house. Sell our house. <laughs> I think we bought it in like 2014, 15. 14. No, yeah. uh, we got married in 2014. So. Yeah, and we bought our house in 2014. That's right. And then we sold in 2019. So. Is that our kids waking up? Yeah, that's our kids time. So we try to hustle this up. Anyway, we 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 didn't mean for this to go into a a story (laughs) of all of our realtors and stuff, but we tend to spend a long time finding a house. I think is more or less the punchline. And this in this situation, we are on a time crunch. We're on a time crunch. We could basically look at a house, put an offer in, probably in the next couple of weeks if we wanted to, try to close it end of May middle end of may and then try to move into it before our lease is up in this house and have a smooth transition um so we'll see how that, that works ideal, out that would be ideal we'll see we'll see uh in fayetteville um we've never been there obviously so we don't have a lot of lay of the land um like oh this is a great neighborhood it's like when we were in washington we definitely had like oh these this area is good because you know the center is a nice rural community but it's not too far off the freeway or like certain neighborhoods in Vancouver that we were looking at, like this is a good area, this is a bad area. I have no idea about Fayetteville, um, from but and it's also another military town. Um, Fort Bragg is in Fayetteville, and Fort Bragg is the home of the 82nd Airborne, as well as some special operators. So, uh, I love the troops, love love military, but. Uh, I think it's generally known that the closer you get to a military base and living wise, like the higher the crime rates are. So I, uh, <laughs> uh, that's the only only guiding principle I have when it comes to looking for real estate. But yeah, I think we'll probably. It's going to be a big ask to see if somebody can watch four of our kids while we take a day trip. So it a might five just... and a half hour drive <laughs> up, look at a house, turn around, drive five and a half hours. Yeah, back. it might just be that Eric goes and looks at several houses and looks at the area surrounding, and I just do, like, a virtual tour. We'll um, figure it out. But we're still in the beginning stages. But our goal is to get everything fixed around the house within the next four weeks um, because it goes up for rent rent in four weeks. They, Um, They will post it. And, but it, you know, obviously June first is the, would be the earliest move-in date. Yeah. So we have to be out by May. Thirty first. Thirty first. Okay. Yeah. Thirty four years old. I don't. I still don't know how many days are in the month. <laughs> <laughs> it's useless information. <laughs> <laughs> but we have calendars for. Yeah. So, kind of want to go back um, to the match day event a little bit and just talk a little bit about that as well. I think first off the bat. Uh, there's a Matt Ferrer. He was on the podcast a, a while while back with him and uh, Alyssa as well, and he uh, took on a lot of the organization and planning for the match day celebration. And it was actually really good. Uh, I think we've had the, the school has had match day celebrations, and if you haven't ever done one of these or you don't know what it's all about, it's basically a lot of schools will get all the people who have matched or, you know, soaped or whatever, and they get them all in a group together and they have a little ceremony. They say some nice things. They might do uh, some superlatives, uh, superlatives, uh, which is essentially, if you don't know what that is, which I don't, I didn't know when I first looked at it, it's basically like a most likely to whatever, 
and ours were a little bit brutal. Some of them okay and kind of funny. Most of them, most of them pretty funny. Some of them very brutal. Uh, so <laughs> we, you know, you do that. You have some uh, quick speeches. You know, uh, preceptor. You know, best preceptor voted awards. You know, press best uh, elective preceptor award. Those sort of things that occur, and then. About eleven fifty, between eleven fifty and twelve o'clock, you, I think that's the right time. You basically you get an email from NRMP, the Nat- National Match Registry, or whatever, uh, the the main site that tells you whether you matched or not. Uh, they will send you an email at about noon with where you matched, and so everyone opens their email, and then you have these little boards that you can write, you know, I matched internal medicine at Cape, you know, in our case, Campbell University, Cape Fear Valley. Uh, and then everyone, you know, it's a pretty exciting moment. Everyone's looking at their emails. Uh, of course, like everyone's matched. So Monday we all knew we matched. So this is just finding out. So you're not going to have anyone who's just like weeping because <laughs> they opened the email and it says you didn't match. Like that would be awful. So it's a nice... It can be really nice. It can be a really kind of cool ceremony because then you can find out you matched around a lot of your peers and then you can quickly just kind of walk around the room and just compare like, okay, I matched here. Where did you end up? And you can be really excited for all your your friends. And so it's actually a pretty nice day uh, if you want to make it that way. I think I've seen some things online where people are like, I just would rather open an email up in the privacy of my own home or on like a Zoom call with my family, FaceTime with my family or whatever, um, and not be in front of my peers. And because like it also can be like as much as you know you matched, uh, there's definitely people out there who have, you know, applied to multiple specialties. And so they they would love, you know, like maybe they applied I know I knew one guy who applied psychiatry and internal medicine. And he was telling me, I hope I don't get internal medicine. I really like psychiatry and I really don't like internal medicine, but it was it was a fallback plan. And so it's like, obviously, if he landed in internal medicine, it, he might be a little bit more devastated on match day than, than really excited. But uh, he, he got psyched, just to, to, to spoil that story. He, he got psyched <laughs> and he, he's very happy with that. But... Also, you know, people, you go from your match list, you know where you ranked all the programs. So, you know, you're hoping to get in your top three, top six or whatever. Um, but, like, you get your 10th one, 10th out of 10, like, you might be excited that you matched, but you might be a little let down that you didn't get your first choice. So it can be a stressful event, but I think uh, the people who put it on this year did a really good job. I, I will have to... I do have a bone to pick about our. Uh, we got voted for, uh, superlative for uh, us was most likely to never get out of debt, and I, I mean it's hilarious to me because it's just like I, I, most of my classmates are all single people. Maybe they have a girlfriend, and like all these, everyone has this notion in their heads like kids cost money. They do, um, but. Like, oh, like every kid costs like a million dollars. So if you have five kids, like you, it's going to be like five million dollars you have to spend on them. Uh, you know, it's like, but it's like, it's not like I have to take a five million dollar loan out now. And even the million dollar thing is kind of nuts. But either way, it's just like it's a bunch of single people looking at a family and going, man, you guys must be broke. And <laughs> it's Which like, is ironic because. 
let's face it. We're all in med school. We've all made it through four years of med school. We all broke. Yeah, well, I we mean, every, everyone, everyone's got some debt. <laughs> I mean, unless your parents paid for you, which is, you know, good for you. But most everyone here is leaving with six figures of debt. And, you know, it's, it's looking, yeah, you're going to be working for a while to pay that down. And that's fine. We all we all want to. We we didn't go into medicine to not work. Uh, so I just think it it it's funny. I, we all signed a, actually a, a waiver that we weren't going to be completely butthurt about some of the ones that <laughs> the people got. Um, I just find it funny. Like we got voted most likely to never get out of debt, and it's just like oh, all these single people who don't even understand what families are and like how much it costs to actually raise a family versus like them eating out every day, buying nice new cars, driving everywhere, flying back home three times a month. Like, that's maybe an exaggeration, but, like, every term, like, flying back home, making all these vacations, taking trips all over the place, and it's like, you guys think having a family is expensive? Your lifestyle is expensive. Like, (laughs) we don't, I mean... I would love to take beautiful vacations and, you know, I don't want to bash anyone who wants to enjoy their, their youth and their lifetime and like, oh, I have an opportunity to go, you know, go to Spain or Italy or whatever. Like, yeah, go, go for it. Have, have at it. Like, but like realize when you go out to eat like six days a week and you fly to foreign countries or you fly back home like that costs a lot of money, and it's a lot more money than what it costs to, to feed five hungry mouths plus a wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, and I and I actually know for a fact, like we have probably just about as much debt as a lot of the single people. I, there's like one person I know of that he he definitely has got way less debt than us, and that's because like. That's Chris, uh, <laughs> because like he lives like a poor person, and well, he's not. He he spends his money where he likes, and he's not like going on all these fancy trips. He'll he'll drive uh, up and you know do some hiking trips by himself. He'll do a bunch of little things here and there for himself, but like he doesn't live the high life. And like he goes grocery shopping, he eats his food. He's got a very regimented lifestyle, and. You know, which is good for him. Like, he's not going to graduate with you know soul crushing debt. Uh, he's got he's got debt for sure. But uh, but most people we know like have at least at least our level of debt, if not more. So anyway, that's my only bone to pick with people who picked well. us for this. <laughs> there were worse ones to be nominated for, so I am I guess grateful for that. <laughs> I'm not all that butthurt about it because, quite frankly, <clears throat> I, well, for me, I know a select group of people within Eric's term, but at the match ceremony, I didn't know o- over half of those people there. So, sure, they voted for us, great, but they don't Whatever. know. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know me, and they don't know my kids or my family or how we live. So it's fine. Yeah, it's totally cool. I guess. I mean, I. There was somebody who won most likely to get have multiple divorces or multiple marriages. I how it was phrased. Like that's a little soul crushing as well. Like yeah. <laughs> that, that one's got to hurt a little bit. One one person got most likely to scare children. I don't think he particularly loved that. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think he's like most likely to scare children. There was some other people in the room that 
probably could take that one, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was pretty funny because like we won that award, and then when people were milling around and talking to other people about where they matched and whatnot, a recruiter came up and was like, "I was told you have eighteen children." Oh, I love and we're that. Just like. We have five. We have five. Yeah, but. it's always fun. Like, because <laughs> everyone likes to like. Oh, he's got like a dozen. Like, which is funny because then you you run into someone else later and they're like, "How many kids do you have?" And I'm like, "I got five. And they're like, "Whoa, I thought you only had two. I'm like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> All that to be said, though, little Miss Evie, she was pretty popular in the pictures that came out. <laughs> yeah, if you ever if you find the, the Trinity pictures, like. There's like random people just holding her. <laughs> Lots of pictures of her. Very photogenic. She she uh she tried her best. Uh Karen Karen got a special baby dress. You know, not not a three hundred dollar baby dress or anything like that. Again, uh, <laughs> that would mean we would uh be never get out of debt. Um but uh, she found Karen found a nice dress for her. And Karen also looked really good. Uh-huh. I looked like a slob, but you yeah. know, I looked my typical um, face for radio self, you know. <laughs> Anywho, uh, it was a, it was a good ceremony. I really enjoyed it. I, I'm just glad that uh, someone kind of uh, a few people really took that on and made it a really nice event for us. And um, a lot of my peers, a lot of the students I worked with for the last four years, we started. Most of us started in September 2019. Um, you know, went through the whole pandemic uh, and everything like that, except for, you know, going on the island, off the island, and doing all that uh, fifth term in Warner Robins for the first time. Uh, all the, all those little fun transitions and, like, all these people I've, I've been working with for all these years and, like, all of them, I think just about all of them match this cycle. There's a few that I think are... They they either are going to try to match next cycle because they, they they weren't eligible this cycle or what for whatever reason, but like most of the people, um, I, I I've been working with for a while. They all matched. They all matched in great places. They're all going to kind of. I think I mean there's some name drops here like um, Mountain View um, Hospital in Las Vegas, and. Loma Linda, uh, Arkansas University. Like, there's a lot of really kind of cool places. A lot of our, our classmates are going off to. So it's I don't know. It's pretty. It's pretty neat. Yeah, and it was nice too from the standpoint of after since our graduation is what June third. Third. That's right. Um, I think a lot of people have moved by that point, and so this was kind of a nice ceremony just so that you have a chance to say goodbye to people see where they're going have a final touch base before you're all off and running because who knows if you're when when or if you're ever gonna see these people again keep in contact with certain people but you're you also are aware that all of y'all are in residency and we're all doing intern year (laughs) it's hard (laughs) i mean and let's be honest like we all are going to be around 20 other people who are you know like Right now, it's probably like twenty or seven odd people who I've, you know, we've grown relatively close to over the last four years, but like they're all going to go different places. And now I'm going to go to North Carolina, and there's going to be twenty other people that are in my same position uh, that we're going to be working closely together, and they're going to be my classmate, my cohort essentially. So uh, you just have to kind of rebuild your support structure and your, your friend. Like not that I, I want to discard the ones I've made, but 
um, you, you, know, you go to a new place, you, you make new friends and uh, you go from there. You just kind of take life as it comes to you and we'll just see where things end up in three so, so odd years. <laughs> hopefully we, uh, you know, hopefully we get free residency, right? <laughs> <laughs> One step at a time. Uh, get, getting ready to work, I guess, is the, we are, we are going to be empl- employed, employed. Speak English, Eric. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It's it's a like I can't say, it's kind of a bittersweet moment. You get to see all your friends, and uh, you get them. You get to see where they all end up, and get to be happy for them. But it's a, a little bitter in the sense that like everyone's going to be going their separate ways. But uh, we, we don't. We're kind of making this run a little long, but we're going to be um, talking a little bit more in the, next, the following week, just about the the interview process a little bit more candidly and about how we made certain decisions the way we did. Uh, I, of course, didn't want to alienate any programs along the way. I wanted to match, so my priority was on matching and not on uh, growing any sort of audience you know, by giving inside details. And, of course, like also, I didn't want to spoil the process for programs. Like if you talk about interview questions and and insider, you know, like how the interview, how the program works during interview days and stuff like that, then where they explicitly ask you not to do that, like it, it could, you know, hurt the interview process. And I wanted to at least give the programs that opportunity that they to run their run their program the way they want to. And now that that's all done and said and gone, we can have a conversation about it as um, in the upcoming weeks and hopefully provide some decent content that is informative. So anyway, we're going to probably cut this off here and <laughs> wish you guys a good week. We will uh, be talking to you guys next week probably, and hopefully we'll see where we're at in the process of um, moving to North Carolina. You guys have a good uh, If you want to follow us on Instagram, med and uh, family uh, med family md thank you uh there's pictures from the match day ceremony there's other stuff i think karen has posted so you can follow us there uh, if you want to subscribe to our podcast you can find us on any of the major podcasting websites and stuff uh apps sorry it's been a long day great we're doing great today um yeah you guys have a good rest of your week and we will talk to you next week bye